Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. There's three days off between now and Game 3. We mentioned it last night at the end. Do you really see the Warriors losing four out of five? Of course not. Nope. This series now, you, you, can, you can say, hey, this is the Warriors series. Stick a fork in the Rockets. Are they going to... Even if the Rockets come back with the next two games, I can't, I, I can't see the Warriors losing two out of the next three after that. But this clearly is a, is a team in Harden, and they overcame his absence last night. No, and, and this they is, played this well is the, defensively. They, yeah. they Offensively, you got some production out of Austin Rivers. This is the big thing about, about the Rockets last night, You know, to get away from Harden and, and the eye drama for a second, is that... He left the game, and Austin Rivers was great. They didn't miss him. Mike D'Antoni said after the game last night, "Hey, we we no, that's not an issue. We we mm-hmm. overcame. We even played better." Look up and down the performances you got from everybody else outside of James Harden last night. You got pretty good nights. 
You know, you not had from a, Capella. You had it. Well, no, Capella was close to what he normally. Capella's a fourteen and ten guy. That's what he was last night. He's getting paid ninety million dollars. Well, he's overpaid, but it's not <laughs> like you know you're overpaying him, and he's normally a twenty-five and fifteen guy. No, you got what you'd normally get out of Capella, out of Tucker, out of Chris Paul. Had a decent game. He's eighteen, what nine and seven last night. You got you got a good night off the bench from Austin Rivers, and officiating wasn't a problem. You went to the free throw line one more time than the Warriors did, mm-hmm. and you were playing on the road. All of those things happened that went your way, and you still lost. 17 so, turnovers, 17 assists. There's a stat you, to circle, whereas the Warriors were a 2-1 to one ratio. How do you sit there and say, okay, this is what we have to do differently to win Game 3, when everything else you could have wanted was right there? If you told Mike Denton, this is what the game is going to be, you're going to get X, Y, Z here, Harden's going to score 29, he's going to shoot great. Great, oh, we're going to win this game. No, you're going to lose. Six and guys be, in double figures. And it's going to be a game in which you really never take the lead, in which they're, it's going to be a 10-point lead. It's going to be a 10-point lead pretty much for the entire game. You'll get within four, but then it'll get back to seven, back to 10, 12. Then you'll get to six, and it's back to 10. Then it's down to five, it's back to eight, and that's the game. You never, you never got a run where you're able to take the lead or even get to the point where the next basket would take it. That's the big thing for the Rockets. How do you, how do you sell success in Game 3? Coming off again. Well, that's two. it. You're 17 of 40 from three point range for 42.5%. You shoot 47% from the field. Harden misses that time, still shoots well. That's the thing you triple underscore in all this. If he can't see, then let's, let's start talking about what spin off movie. But does he have to wear goggles now? Does he have to come out with Oh, those? he might. Does he have to come out with the Kareem goggles? He I mean, might. not a face mask. Yeah. You know, he's not going Bane. No, no, no. Okay. Maybe just some goggles. Oh, the goggles in the beard? He'd look like a very famous pilot. Like That's what he looked like, like from the future. James Harden. He looked, he looked like he's the guy from a Denzel movie that shows <laughs> up. I know, he just wants to do the Harden. James Harden. <laughs> you like movies about pirates? <laughs> you know Pirate James. Who's that? He's on our team. He takes like every single shot. Who? I don't know who you're talking about. He's got a big beard, right? The whole thing. He dated a Kardashian. I don't know who you're talking about. They hang his jersey in the strip clubs. Yeah, don't know. Pirate James? That's really the idea. Identifier that really trumps everything else. He loves the booty. That James Harden. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's not often that an owner of a team gets sued by his shareholders. Oh, sweet. But this is life with the New York Knicks. Please, Kevin Durant, if you're listening, turn off the radio. I don't want this to you know, color your opinion of James Dolan one way or the other. Uh, but James Dolan, Knicks owner and MSG CEO, is being sued on behalf of his shareholders because he is, quote, paying himself way too much money for a job he's barely doing because he's spending too much time on stage with his rock band, JD and the Shooting Straight Shot Shooters. This is a real story. He's this on the kazoo. Happening. Three years, $75.6 million reportedly paid by MSG. Similar companies, the lawsuit claims, make an average of $17 million for the same period. Seventeen per or yeah. That so is three years, so what, fifty one, so yeah, an extra twenty five million bucks in the box pockets of James Dolan to go uh that's the, pennies. I'm big <laughs> He's James Dolan. He owns the property. He was paid the last three years, as Armin said, $75 million, which is way more than similar CEOs to what he has gets paid. Plus, he only does it part-time because he tours. He actually did 50 concerts in six countries. Were they really concerts? Six though? countries, Well, though. when you show up. And you, when well, you, what constitutes a concert, if, though? Is it just really showing up and doing a song? It, no, listen, if you, go to, if you go to a park where people are congregating and you start playing instruments, you can technically call it a concert. Oh, buddy. You can I got a, a keyboard concert. at home. Yeah, that's all. Din, din, din. Hey. Now it's Sherman Oaks Park. In 2017, his band performed 50 times in six countries and 41 U.S. cities. Six countries. Who the hell is booking him? 
want to know what countries. Really? Who the hell is booking? Unless he's he saying. He books the venue himself. Let, listen, I'm going to come play. I'm going to pay myself as a tax write-off. Just give the tickets away for free so my band can come in and well, we can you, play. Well, you open the don't doors. You don't need to sell tickets. You get part of the gate. I mean, that's part I, of whatever the bar tab is. I told that's you, you I, heard, I heard one of his songs on, on uh, a satellite the other night. I know. It scared the hell out of you. he paid for it. Uh, I mean, right. He probably owns the station. He's being sued by shareholders saying... You don't spend enough time. You're spending too much time with that rock and roll band. All right, you know what? They've been active since 2005. Let's listen to 15 seconds of James. We're playing a little bit under. We have to. Let's let's listen. Let's make it fair. What did America do to you? Let's listen to 15 seconds and decide if he's good or if he sucks. All right? He sucks. That's the best way to do it for a band. (laughs) Frostburg's like, I'm done. You give every band. I'm outraged. I'm loud and I'm I'm not taking it. You give every band 15 seconds. If they don't wow you, they suck. Play that. I'm going home. That's what we do. All right, so let's hear it. 15 seconds. Nobody's saying let's book this guy. I will say this. Hate you. It's it's produced very well. It sounds good. Here you go. Uh, the I, quality of the sound is good. I can't corroborate this, but this is the Wikipedia entry the studio, for Jason. JD in the straight shot. Uh, Ballyhoo, the group's fifth album. Ballyhoo? Ballyhoo. They have five albums. Boys, sold 113 <laughs> copies. They've got seven wait, wait, albums. Wait, wait, wait. Their fifth album sold 113. 113 in the first four months after its release. In four months. So that means he sold he sold about 30 copies of his album a month. He should come on the show. I don't you buy a hundred and give them out to people who work for you at MSG? I think you get a hundred. <laughs> do you? Congratulations. Here, hand these out. Hey, hey, why do you have James Dolan on you? We don't pay anything. He pays for everything. Yeah, seven studio albums. The fifth album credit. sold 113 copies. He owns the studio. <laughs> Wait, here you go. After a 2017 show in New York City, I like this, a reviewer observed that Dolan, quote, sings like he's trying not to cough. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, it gets better. And it's possible he can't play the guitar. Worse, it's, it's possible. Worse, his songs belie his status as a cosplaying blues man. Cosplaying blues man. This is like when in a movie when or when like Russell Brand would be like this huge millionaire and decided a passion project to you know of, of something that doesn't make any sense. You know, this is a guy that's worth billions of dollars. Net worth one point five billion dollars. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna go and, and throw all of this away in the Knicks and all this stuff to go play rock and roll when no one's buying my album and all of these things. Last two lines it's like Jordan of the playing review. baseball. Hey, hey, oh, sorry, hey. sorry. Just could, had trouble with the curve. Quote, most of his lyrics similarly is simply summarize current events or books that he's read oh, as if he nice. were presenting a 10th grade English class project. When <laughs> I saw Game of Thrones, I thought that Arya Stark would kill somebody. <laughs> he does wear good jaunty hats. I thought Jon Snow, <laughs> he was dead, but then he's not, not really dead, and but he's not really alive, so I don't know. <laughs> How to survive. <laughs> Zion's going to break his own leg so he doesn't have to go to the next. Oh! Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This story out of the NFL today, because this just is going to get so delicious as the season goes on. <laughs> Vegas has put out the odds as to who is the favorite to go number one overall in the 2020 NFL draft. And Surprise, surprise, it's the three names we keep telling you that are at the top of the list. Right now, according to the Superbook at the Westgate in Vegas, your favorite is Tua Tungle Viola. 
one to two to go number one overall. Jake Fromm is then the next favorite, six to one. Co- coinciding with Justin Herbert of Oregon, six to one favorite as well. What what's the timestamp on yours? Because mine, I'm looking at an article that is even longer from the same book uh, that, that has two at one to seven. One to seven. <laughs> one to seven. Well, you know, I bet you and this came out. And Herbert at seven to one. Wow. So he goes one to seven. So just like that, it moved. Hey, I like those one to two odds. Well, all right, I'll get them now. So I'm sure what happened is you know that? The, when the, when the odds came out today, there was a lot of action on two. Hey, it's only one to two. It's an easy pick for me. Now it's one to seven. Oh, wow! I really got to bet to yeah, win. Yeah, because you only have three guys with odds better than sixteen to one. Well, really, and quite honestly, and a quarterback is going to go number one. Yeah. And let's just say Tua has a horrendous season. It's it's only going to be Jake Fromm or Justin Herbert. No one's oh, going to leap on. ahead of these guys. What about JT Daniels? <laughs> oh, JT Daniels, sure. Sure, could be Tommy DeVito out of Syracuse. You never Jason, know. Jason, that was a joke. Guys right? out there. It's not going to be JT Daniels. <laughs> well, that got me to Tommy DeVito. Uh, of course it did. But really, he really made a quick jump to that too, didn't he? Very you realize the re- well. It was a chance for me to get Tommy DeVito. I know, in. but any time to celebrate Dino. But you realize, you know, you betting to. betting two at one to two is not. It, it's one of those bets where it's like, well, you want to count the money because even though you're putting up more money, you're thinking that well, that's going to be a win. That's something I'm going to pocket because. It's either him or Fromm or Herbert are going to go number one. As long as Tua has a good enough season, he's going to go number one. And and that's going to be, I got like I said, I got to bet more money and the payoff is not great. It's not like I'm going to bet a long shot. And here's a story of the guy that put, you know, 500 bucks on the Carolina Hurricanes to win the Stanley Cup and suddenly, oh, look at this, I could win a million dollars. I mean, that's not it because, you know, the Hurricanes are one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals. But. This is going to be the best part of the story of the NFL season because this is going to be even better than last year. And I guarantee you, teams are going to look, we're going to look back at last year's draft, where it was Mayfield number one, then it was Darnold, then it was Josh Allen and Josh Rosen. And teams got a little scared about moving up for quarterbacks. And you see, Look how good Baker Mayfield was. Look how good Sam Darnold was, especially the last four games of the season. Highest-rated quarterback in the NFL. Josh Allen certainly had his moments. Mm-hmm. Josh Rosen never really had a chance. Now he's going to have a second chance in Miami. And then you but, have Lamar Jackson, right? Who Lamar falls Jackson all the way to the end of the round and goes to the playoffs. Yeah. Right? I mean, so you had, you had a you had a, a a situation where like wow. You had four guys or five guys in the first round that, that I could have gotten that, that have huge futures. Now, this year, there weren't a lot of players that people like. Not a lot of quarterbacks people like. That's why nobody traded up for a quarterback. The Giants taking Daniel Jones. I mean, obviously, we still laugh at that. But next year, this is when teams tank. Because it's going to be the case where, and I'm talking like once you get to like week six, week seven, no one tanks going into the season because you you try to. The NFL is too physical. You put too much into every game to not win off the bat, and you never know what could happen, right? So everybody thought the Mariners were going to suck this year, right? This is the worst roster. They got all the Mets cast off. It's like, whoa, hey, the Mariners are pretty good. I mean, that's well, not, not August but, yet. But, but even no. go back to the NFL season this past year. Look at the Seahawks. Yeah. Look at the Cowboys. Two teams that. Really, on paper, you didn't expect a lot of. Now, the Cowboys make the move to bring in Amari Cooper to help jumpstart the passing game. But again, they they played better overall than anticipated. And certainly, Seattle 
for years, we questioned through week 10, all right, are they going to have five guys to play the offensive line? Well, you know what? They played well, and they had a three-headed attack at running back that was far better than expected. So suddenly you have a challenger, and all it takes is one or two bounces, right? One or two plays to change, and that's what we've been talking about, you know, even going into the draft last week was just how quickly your fortunes change of, all right, we're set up. We're a three-win team. We're going to yeah. be drafted a time. Right, right. And then it's, all of a sudden you get a pick six, yeah. or you have a Hail hey, Mary that tips just the right way, and it's like, run for the playoffs. Oh, wait, now we're getting towards uh, 500, and suddenly things are interesting, and all those hopes on that shiny new quarterback have gone out the window. (laughs) The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. So nobody tanks in the beginning, but do they bring in less talent? Sure. Like the Miami Dolphins, all these different things. But you never know how things are going to go. But once you get to like week six, week seven, and you're you're starting out one and five, you're two and five, you realize, okay, this is not our year. Jets will be one and four. You are going to see stop. You're going straight to them. 13 and 3. They'll draft Tua. This is when this is when you tank because the probability of getting a star quarterback is more likely now than it is any other time because you have three future studs that the NFL loves. The NFL universally loves Tua Tagovailoa. Loves Justin Herbert. Had he gone to the NFL, which I don't know why, he probably would have been the number one overall pick. Or at worst, he goes number two. It would have been, boy, do you go Herbert? Do you go Kyler Murray? He would have been there. And Jake Fromm is a guy that people love as well. We've seen his body of work since he came in as a freshman at Georgia. So we could tank because we end up in the top five. We have enough draft capital to get one of those three guys. And that's what I like, is that we can get one of those. And you know there's going to be at least one other quarterback that jumps to the forefront this year that suddenly, hey, his first year is a starter or whatever it is, it all clicks for him. So teams are going to start tanking. Now, initially, the teams are going to tank. This is what makes it so interesting, is because most teams right now are, quote, set at quarterback. They've all gotten their guys, either that are in the middle of their careers or that they redid and made the draft this year. Because obviously the Redskins, they went for Dwayne Haskins, the Mm -hmm. Giants went for Daniel Jones. That's clearing their their values up a little bit. So the only teams right now, you could say, stop, Sam... The only teams you could say right now Bengals. that have not set themselves up are the Bengals, and you have the Buccaneers considering Jameis Winston's Let's status. Let's make a break for him really, Exactly. So this could be a situation where these are the teams realizing they could be in for the next quarterback at the top. These are the two teams. Now, who you got to watch out for once you get to week six, week seven? And this is crazy, but you got to watch out for Miami because even though they got Josh Rosen, well, yeah, I mean, they they'll didn't kick go Rosen all to the in curb. Absolutely. They'll kick him to the curb for one of those guys. They're not in heavy on him. No. Jacksonville. We'll take, even though they're paying Nick Foles, hey, you know, Nick, oh, we'll, go for, we'll go for one of those quarterbacks. Tennessee will realize, you know yeah. what? Do we really like Marcus Mariota? Do we really like him, well, or is he going to be able to like stay to healthy? Exactly. That's the other thing. By midseason, you're going to see once again because he's a guy like Carson Wentz up mm-hmm. in Philly. Of all right, can you get past midseason, and what are we looking like health wise, and and do we need to start planning? You know, Donovan McNabb wasn't quite so wrong in that scenario either. <laughs> Denver. If they, even though they like Drew, like Drew Locke, we got Joe Flacco. If the, one of those guys is there, Elway's going to go up there to try to get him. What do you got, Golden? Take Netflix? Tennessee out of it. They got Ryan Tannehill. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Oh, that's my. His fun. wife yes. was far more popular yes. than he was. Yes, on yes. she should be. <laughs> Denver will go up. They will tank. Oakland will tank. You know, John Gruden's dying to tank. Chiefs are going to tank. The chi- <laughs> 
to go up to okay, get Tungle Viola. You can't Viola, start going through the entire AFC West to have Robert. a bra- to have a brand new quarterback come in and open up that new stadium in Vegas. Tua, I'll tell you what, I like that Kyler Murray, but Tua, you know, Tua is really good. I'm not going to say his last name because I can't, but you know, he's really, really good. The Raiders will completely tank. You know, I ha- I had a good laugh. I mean, obviously today they also have to make some moves. They're going to bring back the muscle hamster because mm-hmm. Isaiah Crowell, your former Jet, tore his ACL, and now Marshawn Lynch is raising his hand saying, I might want back in. But it's funny because my phone tells me, hey, you're near full on your storage. And I look, I'm like, wow, there's a lot of photos and, and video from some of the concerts and, and some of the soccer games my kids mm-hmm. play. So I'm trying to start deleting. And I come across a couple of the old tweets, screenshots, because, you know, we screenshot stuff back and forth for the show each day. Yeah. And I found a couple. Remember when Derek Carr wanted to fight everybody oh, <laughs> at yeah, ESPN? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, that's right. That, yeah, that yeah, story yeah. just died yeah. so fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So as we're talking about tanking and problems and whatever, because remember, he was fighting with Gruden for a while. Mm-hmm. And then it got pretty quiet, and they oh, got yeah. chummy and, and everything. And that's why the Kyler Murray stor- stories of potentially Oakland making some big play on draft night were uh, seemingly legit. Instead, it didn't happen. So Derek Carr gets one more year. <laughs> but that story, that guy's ready to, to pop at any any moment as well if they, they come out of the gate struggling. They've got a terrible schedule. So, yeah, that quarterback of the future to open – the new stadium alongside Antonio mm-hmm. Brown, yeah, that could work. The Lions will tank because they can get out of Matthew Stafford's contract yeah, after 2020. And they'll put they'll put Matthew Stafford out there to try to trade him. They'll move on. The Jets and will tank again. The Vikings will move on if Kirk Cousins has another bad year because they can get it's one more year for Kirk Cousins after this. Oh, let's go get Tua Tungo Viola or go get Jake Fromm. Go get Justin. You trust me, these teams will tank if things start out poorly and they will kick their quarterbacks to the curb. All of these teams will do it. If they 1 and 5, 2 and 5, 2 and 6, you'll see them say screw it, we are done. That's We're a not long competing, list, we're going man. away. Especially a lot of teams. It, these are all special quarterbacks, man, I'm telling you. He's really trying Watch to out. speak this Jets thing into existence. It's not, I know. I'm just ignoring it's it it's for not him. happening. Just That's all, is that over the air or just the in my head? the best quarterback. Because right now it's getting really loud in my head. Sometimes <laughs> I hear Frostburg in my Dean. head during the day and I realize he's talking for to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> Mental uh, telepathy going on with Frostburg. Jets stink. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Joining us now for all the big news in the NBA, he's with us now live from the Big Three Draft. How about that? Senior NBA insider for Yahoo Sports, host of the pod, Posted Up with Chris Haynes podcast, friend of the show, Chris Haynes. And Chris, I, I mean, I'm glad you're there. Can you please shout out to everybody, hey, someone draft the three remaining Ball family members with eligibility so they could play in the big three. So it could be LeVar and LaMelo and LiAngelo. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. I, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I, I believe I believe the minimum age limit to enter the, the big three draft is 27. So, LeVar is eligible, but, but the other, other two are not. And even though LeVar is eligible, I, I don't know that he would get drafted if he didn't put his name into the, into the draft class. Well, you know, I know what LeVar would say. He would say, LaMelo's taking as many shots as any 27-year-old. Not just because he's eight years younger. He's taking, he takes 50 shots a game. He could, he could get drafted. He's got more experience. <laughs> so what's it like there, hanging out there? Like, what, what, what's, the, what's the scene like at the Big Three draft? Oh, apparently LeVar Ball cut his phone. That's what Ooh. happened. LeVar Ball cut his Said phone. Said he had no game. Poor that was the end of that. You got to be 27 to play in the big three. LeVar Bunch, get me on that phone. Give me that phone right now. I think that would be good. Uh, So we'll get Chris Haynes back coming up in a couple of seconds uh, as he is, again, live from the big three draft. But one of the big stories, and this is what I want to kick it to Chris Haynes with when we start. Oh, here you are, Chris. You back? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm right. sorry, guys. So, no so, that's right. What's the scene like there at the Big Three draft? Like, I'm just picturing like, like, like tables everywhere and, and music and everybody just hanging out like a big party. It's something similar to that, guys. It's a lot of players I haven't seen in a while, man. You know, Greg Oden got drafted in the first round. They got ten picks in the first round. 
Uh, Greg Oden was up there. And it, 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 there's a – trying to think any any other notable players. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a pretty cool thing, guys. You got Gary Payton out here. Everybody's crazy. It's cool. And it's televised. It's the first time it's televised on CBS Sports. And so um, they're, they're doing a really good job with the production quality right now. I'm just getting – you know, I'm getting to see a lot of guys I haven't seen in a while. Always good to see the, those names start going around, and we see Greg Oden, and obviously hope he's able to just stay on the court and, and continue on and maybe find that long road back. You want to talk about redemption stories and documentaries, Chris? That's where we could go to. Uh, yeah, no, right, right now, right now, Chris Haynes is just thinking, all the guys in this room could be on my podcast. I can get all these guys on my podcast. <laughs> Greg Oden's going to be on the next podcast. All the stories. <laughs> oh, man, I, I tell you this, I got, I got somebody – uh, representative of the Big Three on the podcast today, so I, I'll leave it at that for right now. But oh. you, guys, you guys thinking my you thinking my thoughts for sure? Lamar Odom, it's got to be Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom. Mm, mm. I don't. Know. I did get Lamar. There you I go. Did get Lamar. All right. I was gonna say Amy Trask always has some thoughts too. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm talking documentaries and everything. Are we gonna be talking about the glassy-eyed James Harden uh, for posterity? I mean, we didn't talk about officiating yesterday, but now it's all about uh, well, how hurt was he? Because he shot pretty well, seemed to see the the court pretty well, and but that's the story coming out of game two. Yeah, that's good. That's going to be what everybody's going to be asking him, you know, leading up to Saturday, uh, game three, you know, his eye, how's his eye doing? And, you know, he, you saw him at the free throw line last night and, you know, he was squinching like he couldn't see the, see the court, but, uh, you know, he, he, he shot okay. You know, he, he shot okay, you know, we look at the field goal with him. So, but definitely going to be a, a topic of conversation. And, uh, you know, the Rockets, like that was a foul, and, you know, rightfully so. Draymond did foul him. You can make the case if you know Jake Harden didn't have the ball in his hand, so it was it was loose, it was up up for grabs. But uh, you know, that's definitely going to be a talk. And you know, Stephen Curry and his his um, dislocated finger as well. That's something he had to adjust to during the game. Uh, so those two stars going into Game Three, we're definitely going to hear a lot about how they're appearing with their injuries. See, Chris, I think we're being oversold the drama on James Harden a little bit. Not that he didn't get dinged up, not that he didn't go get looked at, but if it was really that bad, he wouldn't have been cleared to come back in the game. If it was really that bad, he wouldn't have scored 29 points. He wouldn't have able to dribble up the floor if he couldn't really see. And he probably wouldn't have been allowed to do the post-game press conference if the if the lights were bothering so badly, as he told us during the post-game presser. I, I just don't know that this is this is that that kind of drama more than it's just, hey, we're being sold that as, as that big a deal. From James Harden. I mean, you you may have a point there. You know, I'm I'm not in his body, so I, I can't. Yeah, I couldn't truly tell you uh, the severity of his condition. But look, I, you know, I just said, you know, he was squinching really hard when he went to the free throw line, like he couldn't see the basket. But you know, you know, he when he when when the when the ball was in play, you know, he was still hitting the step back three and going to work. So you know, I, look, I expect him to play and play at a high level. I'm not, you know, maybe they'll use that eye as an excuse, but. You know, James Harden is still James Harden. Man. He, he's going to be out there and produce. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios on the hotline with us. Senior NBA insider for Yahoo Sports, host of the Posted Up with Chris Haynes podcast. Find that on iTunes, download it, uh, give it a listen at, at your leisure. At Chris B. Haynes is where you find his latest on Twitter and, of course, read him at Yahoo Sports. So, Chris, one of the columns you've got up, Kevin Durant and taking over and having fun at this point. The Steph Curry injury, you know, we already have an anointed 
mentioned him, right? He's he's the best best going today if we're going to go into wrestling parlance. But now it's his opportunity to really put his stamp on this and, and separate from the this is Steph's team, and he's a, a coattail rider, isn't it? Look, I, look listen, guys, and, and maybe maybe this this journey of Kevin Durant in this postseason, maybe this will change uh, some people's tunes and how they feel about him being a coattail rider. But look, guys, you know, without him the last two years, I don't think that Golden State, you know, wins back-to-back um, finals. You know, he is the finals, the back-to-back finals MVP. Mm-hmm. So, it's like if your mind wasn't changed those, those years prior, I, I don't, I don't know what this season is going to do. But definitely, he's carrying his team, and they're going, they're going through him as it pertains to the offense. And he's producing, man. He's playing unbelievable basketball. Probably playing the best brand of ball that we've seen him play, uh, has seen him play a stretch uh, as a Warrior. So, he, man, he's doing his thing. If definitely, if this continues on. And they win that third consecutive championship. You can expect him to take home the NBA Finals MVP hardware again. He's playing that good. All right, lastly, when we take a look at the big series in the East right now between the Celtics and the Bucks, game one goes to the Celtics. They had every answer for the Bucks. The Bucks take game two, and Giannis comes out and is a big force. What can you take away from these first two games that were so diametrically opposed from one another? I think I can take away that I think this series is going the distance. And um, I, I just think these teams are really evenly matched. Uh, you know, I, I just really feel like uh, a lot of people over-exaggerated after the first game, um, including myself. I thought the Celtics had a great opportunity to kind of, you know, put their foot on you know, on the neck of the Milwaukee Bucks and, and go into Boston with a commanding lead that they didn't do so. Uh Bucks came back at him in the mouth, and um, I, I just think that we're going to see this back and forth. Uh, I really do. I, I think Kyrie Irving, you can't expect him to have a, the poor performance he had in Game Two, so I think he's going to bounce back. And Jason Tatum, he's scored, I believe, nine points combined the first two games. You got to think that's going to come. You know, he's going to come and turn the corner. So that's why I, I just think that this, that this has the potential series to go down, go to distance. And then you add Milwaukee Bucks. At some point in the series, they're going to get blocking back. And so that's going to definitely help them, man. Uh, I'm excited. I think if you look at all four of these, um, these um, series, they all had a potential to go to distance. Uh, some are going to be more entertaining than others, but I, I, we're, we're going to have a competitive series, and I, I'm excited about the playoff this fall. He's on Twitter at Chris B. Haynes. That is at Chris B. Haynes, senior NBA insider for Yahoo Sports, host of the Post Up with Chris Haynes podcast, our teammate here at Fox Sports 1. Thanks for taking some time out away from the Big 3 draft, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, right. hey, Chris. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. With the NBA playoffs, sitting where we are right now, looking, getting stock of, okay, we look at the Eastern Conference and certainly both series are toss-ups. The Blazers and the Nuggets is a toss-up right now, but the Warriors have a clear stranglehold up to zip over the Rockets. We spent a lot of time tonight talking about James Harden, and we'll get back into him coming up uh, probably about 40 minutes or so from now because I really am not buying his whole, you know, I thing. But the guy who can really wreck the playoffs and turn his team's struggle into a just steady march towards the Larry O'Brien trophy is Draymond Green. Because Draymond Green, the past three games he has played, including last night, he has been the Draymond Green of a year and a half ago. 
Because for the past year and a half, Draymond Green simply has stopped becoming an offensive threat. And the first two and a half years of this dynasty that the the Warriors have had, Draymond Green, you know, doing all the dirty work, right? It was always Steph Curry's the MVP of the Warrior of the league, but Draymond Green's the MVP of the Warriors. You heard the heart, that many different the soul, times, right? The glue guy, all of that, because the enforcer and everything else. A great passing big man. He's going to get the rebounds. He doesn't need the glory, but he gets involved in everything. He's an agitator. But mainly, what do you remember from Draymond Green? Running up and down the floor, hitting a absolute dagger three in games where, okay, we don't guard Draymond Green coming up the floor and he hits a bleeping three against us, or in transition, him following a shot with a layup or a breakaway dunk for him. This was Draymond Green up until about a year and a half ago, and he simply just stopped shooting. And you can say part of this is the the increased role for Kevin Durant, but his shots have gone from his breakout year offensively, which was three years ago. All right, he he took over eight hundred shots that season, and. His shots have gone down every single year to the point where he took 400 shots this year. I mean, you're talking he has taken half the shots he was a year and a half ago. And you know, with Golden State, there's enough shots to go around. I mean, it's not like, okay, Kevin Durant's getting all of his shots, but he has just stopped shooting. And there's games where you see him passing up open shots for a pass someplace, not shooting the open three like he used to. So it's not like suddenly, oh, I've lost all my effectiveness. He just stopped shooting. And what we saw the last three games in the playoffs was back to the old Draymond Green, who was 16, 14, and 10, and then 14, 9, and 9, and last night, 15, 12, and 7. This is a guy that can tilt the playoffs completely to the Golden State Warriors if he's the Draymond Green from a year and a half ago because not only does he give you the normal stuff Draymond does, but when he's a threat, when he can score, you know, twelve to fifteen points a game, I mean that that's a huge thing in their favor because he was down to being a seven, seven and seven guy. You know, I mean, that's you, you, you went from the heyday of being 14, 10, and 9 to 7, 7, and 7. I mean, that's right. you, you, that you've lost all your effectiveness. Well, he got closer to the scoring average, right? And, and his more his shot per game average for his career. This year, uh, about 6.5 for his career, about 7.5 per game, including the, the burst that you talked about. In this postseason thus far, 3 of 21 from three-point range, so willing to hoist it uh, with little success. But certainly he's going to get open looks, right, because of the overplay and the commitment to try to slow down as best you can. And we remember all the great... Uh, pleasantries back and forth from Harrell and Beverly and everybody in that series of, look, we tried. We tried. But you've got to do so much to try to shut down the other three weapons on the court. And obviously they're missing Boogie Cousins. But Steph Curry and, and Clay Thompson, you know, pick your poison. That means an awful lot of room to roam for Draymond Green, and he's back to playing the garbage man role as well because you look at his rebounds per game. The last three games, 12, 9, 14, the rest of that series against the Clippers, his low, he had a three-rebound three game in that ridiculous 135-131 game that was just all sorts of crazy. But otherwise, you're looking at seven and nine and eight pretty much per night. So getting back to, to basics in that, 
that regard. So as we wait to see what Steph Curry's finger does in terms of affecting his shot, mm-hmm. Draymond Green going to be more pivotal to making this offense move because the bench not nearly as deep as it once was. No, and it's really it's stunning to see just the fall that he had because it was a gradual thing. You know, I remember last year in, at the end of the at the end of the season when you saw something, boy, his effectiveness is gone. He's not shooting the ball as much, and I don't really understand why. And but you get caught up so much with what Kevin Durant was doing and how great of a, of a player mm-hmm. he was and how he really has turned that team into his team. And you go, all right, well, I kind of get it. But then this year was even worse than it was last year. And now suddenly it's like these last three games, it's been, oh, hey, I'm back. You know, he didn't hit a three, but, you know, the other games he's hit threes and he's up and down the court in transition. And it's like, boy, this is the Draymond Green. This is the Draymond Green that I remember. This is the guy who was who was that good, who people talked about being the MVP in the NBA. Well, but Draymond Green going and just shut your mouth and know your role. I mean, he hasn't shut his mouth. He ne- come on, And he won't never, shut his music down. Never shutting his that mouth. That little come battle on. with Steve Kerr was kind of interesting. Da, hey, Draymond, can you turn that down for me a little bit? <laughs> Trying to hear what they have to say. No? And then someone says, who's in charge here? And Kerr laughs and says, clearly not me. Uh, Because Draymond refusing to uh, get his motivational music turned down. But you go back to last year, the splits, you know, nine, ten shots per game, month to month, pretty consistent. This year, I mean, you did have the stretch where you had to include Boogie Cousins and try to see if you can get him in. So that's going to affect things a little bit. And how many more games were they just disinterested and not part of it? And then they needed... Durant to go on some flurry to bring him back or to to ride him to a victory. And so, much like we're seeing here in the playoffs, same kind of thing. But for Draymond Green, I enjoy it. Like, when he's an agitator, that's when basketball's at its finest. You want me to get real conspiracy theory on yeah, you? Yeah, go ahead. Real conspiracy. You know that him and Kevin Durant don't like each other. And Kevin Durant has not liked the fact that this has been his final season with Golden State, the back and forth with Draymond sure, Green. Even though mess, they, Even yeah. though they say, oh, yeah, we respect each other. You know, sure. you know they don't like each other. Yeah, they may respect each other. You don't have to like each other to respect each other. How much do you think now, okay, now it's the playoffs. Now the spotlight is on us. Now I show everybody, when he leaves, we're fine. When he leaves, we're fine. I'll score a few more points a game, and we'll get somebody else to come in here that wants to be in here with us, and we will let him go. And here here I am in the beginning of the playoffs, and I'm showing you, we'll be fine. You want to go, go. I'll score more points. I mean, I'll, I'll be back. To, I'll be that guy I was a year and a half ago. I'll do it now, because now we need it. It's not bad. It's not a bad conspiracy theory. Because he's also putting up the shots. Like I said, 21 three-point shots in these playoffs thus far. So certainly trying to make his mark. Or he'll have to be a little better shooter. Three of twenty-one. I wouldn't give you the ball anymore if you're hanging out at the arc at that. <laughs> but you know, you're not you're not one of those guys that's shooting himself out of a slump. If that's Clay, keep going. You're eventually going to find your stroke again. But for Draymond, still doing the dirty work. I, I like the conspiracy theory. I like it. And for Kevin Durant, though, he's getting all the accolades because he's been absolutely absurd and otherworldly here since the beginning of that series against the Clippers. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.